0: This is BarkCast. You ain't nothing but a
1: hound on,
0: on each episode of BarkCast, your questions will be answered by professional, senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell. No Hi, Russell. How's your week been here at Canine Point Academy?
1: It's been good, mate. Thanks for asking.
0: No worries. Right. Email in from Max. Hello, Max. Uh, Max is in Phuket. Oh, cool. Basically, he's put that at the top. I think that's because we always go on that people bit, don't put where, where, are where they from? they're from. Yeah. Anyway, Max has got a new puppy, house training. Ah. Russell, please, can you give us some tips and tricks on house training a new puppy?
1: Okey dokes. The most important piece of advice I can give you, well, two actually, leash and a watch. Wow. You need him on? Yeah. Simple now, as that. No, uh, house I mean, training.
0: I, sorry, I know you're a great dog trainer, <laughs> <Yeah>. but training <laughs> but, a dog to look yeah. at a watch is pretty it's impressive. Pretty impressive,
1: isn't it? Yeah. Is it digital or is it, you know? Digital will help. Yeah, to be I think fair. so. It makes it a little bit easier. Okay. The, the trick with house training is mostly about schedule. If Max, if you've got kids, you'll, you'll recognize some of the value in this. In terms of uh, little puppies are going to pee roughly every couple of hours. And they will poop two to four times a day depending on what their feed schedule is. You had a question there.
0: Well, I was going to say, you say uh, about every two hours. Now, I'm not, going to bring, I'm not going to go and time dogs peeing now because that would be really weird.
1: You kind of do, to oh. a degree. So that's the thing. So there are a number of key times when your dog's going to want to do something. When they first wake up in the morning, if they've had something to eat or drink, if they've been running around playing, or if they've had a power nap and just woken up, after any of those times they are at very least gonna to wanna to go for a pee. And if it's just, if they just had something to eat, they might wanna go for a poop as well. So knowing that, oh, my dog's just been asleep for two hours and has just woken up and is now active, I would have them straight outside to go and do something. At that point, they've just gone for a pee. I'm now gonna look at my watch. It is 9.36 in the morning. So great, at around about 11, 11.15, I might need to have it in my head that it's coming up to a couple of hours. Maybe I should take Rover back outside to see if they want to go for a pee again. In that two-hour window, what's been happening is also a factor. Have you spent two hours training, using food, or playing, chasing a ball, running around? Is it a really hot day? The dog's been drinking a few times. In which case, you're going to want to get the dog out a lot quicker. Because they've been exercising, they've been active, they've been drinking, they're going to want to pee a lot quicker. Or... After their 9.36p, did you come back inside and you were just chilling out on the floor, relaxing, chewing a bone or sort of dozing off and what have you. In which case, your time window might increase a little bit because they haven't been quite so active. The, the key point here is you really need to keep eyes on the prize and focus on your puppy. This is where having the leash comes in handy. Okay, but before we get to having the leash yep. bit. How do you get the dog to tell time? <laughs> you say that every, so every two hours that means what if you're not at home so if we're not at home you need to have some sort of setup in your house that's going to mitigate A where the dog can make a mess because it's going to happen uh, and also limit the damage that can be done what I would generally do and this depends if you're if it's a case of you're going to be out for two to three you know a few hours at a time then that might be something you either have to risk if it's a case of, no, I work all day and I've got clients like this, you know, I can work with the dog in the morning and the evenings, but I'm out all day at work. At that stage, it becomes, you need to have some sort of confinement area in your house, which may include a crate, but it's not just a crate because I don't want a dog making a mess in the crate.
0: But also, if, if you are working all day long and you have just got a puppy, you probably should be thinking about why you got a puppy if you're not at home all day long.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, you know, horses already bolted at that point, I would argue, but yes, it, if you're thinking about getting a puppy and you're working all day long think really long and hard particularly with puppies because they are they're great fun but they are a lot of work in the early months and years like that first couple of years it's a lot of work.
0: So let's track back to say that we are at home and this is all about training house training. So you mentioned the the well, leash.
1: No, yeah no it but it is worth also just worth mentioning for those times when you know you might have to be out for a period of time. A, I would have some sort of, and you can just Google, you know, dog pens, just like low-level low fences that I can set up a small, you know, you know, a couple of square meters in my house, little area that you can have for your dog. They can have a bowl of water in there. You can use your your pee pads if you really wanted to in there. I'm not a big fan of pee pads, but if you're going to be out for an extended period of time, they are going to make a mess. You're better off having it on a pad rather than on your floor. You
0: say a pee pad, is
1: that kind of like a litter tray? It's, yeah, a litter tray for dogs, basically, okay. yeah. As a general rule, I'm not a fan of using pee pads. Why? Because it teaches the dog to make a mess on your floor and that it's okay. I would much rather get my dog outside on frequent intervals to teach them going outside is where I always go. If your situation doesn't allow you to do that because I'm out at work all day or I've got all afternoon, I have to be out or whatever it is, then it's going to be too long for my dog to hold it or my puppy to hold it. Then fine. Having a confinement area yeah, they've got a bit of space to move around. They've got some toys. Maybe have their crate in that area as well. So they've got somewhere to cozy up and sleep if they want. And a pee pad in the corner if they just can't hold it that long and need to go somewhere. And when you talk about pee pad, that's for both? Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll make any mess on there. Generally speaking, if they've made one mess on there, they're not going to go and make a second. Because obviously the area is dirty. So they'll go and find another clean area to make their mess. So if you've got a dirty pee pad, pick it up and change it. You've mentioned leashes. Right. So the benefit of the leash, and I think we have talked about it in general in a previous podcast, the benefit of the leash is you know exactly where your puppy is at any given moment. If I've got a puppy in my house, which I do at the moment, they're on leash pretty much the whole time. Where I go, the puppy goes. And there's a number of reasons for that. As we're recording this podcast, for those of you watching in black and white, I do have some treats here. My puppy is lying next to me, chewing her little bone. But every now and again, I'm dropping her a treat. I'm doing this to reinforce to her, in this environment, if I just lie here calmly and quietly and chew my bone while other things are going on, it's rewarding and it's calm.
0: I'd have to say, listener, that's exactly what happened because we we're at Russell's house this morning um, and he is with a puppy and he is doing exactly what he's saying.
1: That's exactly what it says on the tin. And over time, this just teaches the dog to, this is a positive thing and, you know, there's a stranger here, there's other dogs around... There's cleaners in the house, there's you know, stuff going on, but I just lie here calmly and quietly and just get on with things.
0: Now, I'm going to throw something at you. So before you mentioned the fact that after a dog eats, there's going to be a time where it needs to go and do its, its business. And here I am using food. And here treats. you are using Correct. food. So when would you now, if you're giving the dog treats pretty much, all not all day, but you know, in yeah, a, throughout, a, a, the day. throughout the but day, but in this
1: particular pocket. So she's just chewing on her bone. I'm giving it like literally one or two pieces of tiny kibble every few minutes or every few seconds, what have you, just to reinforce it. So yes, we're using food. At some point, that's going to need to come out to the other end. The benefit of having the leash is right now she's just lying here chewing her toy. So she's clearly not needing to go out to the toilet. And because she's on leash and can't go anywhere, I can see what she's doing. If she starts getting up and pacing left and right, I'm going to notice that. Now, is it a case of, well, you're just uncomfortable and want to get comfy somewhere else? Maybe. Or is it, no, I think that you need to go for a pee or need to do something. But I'm going to see it. Or I'll feel it when she gets into the leash. I think, oh, where are you off to? And that's my trigger to maybe get up, take her outside. Oh, good. You went for a pee. Have a couple of treats. Good girl. We can now come back inside and start the process all over again. Or I can be sitting here watching Netflix. The benefit of dog on leash is if she starts to chew my feet or my furniture, I'm gonna feel it and see it. I can guide her off that and redirect her back to her toy. So there's those multiple benefits of showing the dog what you want them to do and reinforcing it. So these become learned good behaviors that they repeat. And equally by having her on leash, I can see, oh, you're moving around again. Maybe you need to go back outside. Oh, look at the time. Yeah, it's been a couple of hours. Let's go and go for that pee.
0: Whose fault is it if a dog does its business in the house?
1: It's a difficult one to sort of charge and lay blame. Although that said, I'm not going to blame the dog. I find it really interesting. There's a a lot of crossover with babies and puppies. And when we have babies, we are completely forgiving. A baby crawls around the house and just poops on the carpet. And everyone gushes, oh, isn't that sweet? To some degree. It's a baby. He doesn't know, right? He doesn't know. It's just a baby. Can I just point out right now, as a father (laughs) of two, right? Yeah.
0: I've never gushed over over (laughs) my child walking around pooing on the floor. But you never blamed them.
1: True. You never punished your six-month-old for having a bladder movement or going for a poop in the wrong place. True. Whereas you get a puppy in the house, the the first day, the second day, it it poops in the wrong place, and people punish the puppy. It should know. People just expect that dogs and puppies know exactly what we want, exactly where they're allowed to. To, to go, they've got a clue. They don't know anything. We're the ones bringing them into our environment. We're the ones that have to train them and show them. And it does take time.
0: When it comes to house training, I'm assuming, and um, you can jump in here, that you start as soon as you get the puppy.
1: Oh, yes. Training in all its guises starts day one. I mean, I would argue that, and again, we've spoken about breeders in a previous podcast. There's a lot of um, socio-environmental training that should be going on with with puppies at a young young age before they even get to owners but yes max day one with your puppy and again a lot of people do this i've just got the dog so we'll let him settle in so we'll give the puppy free reign of the house and for the next few days we can just go wherever he wants check everything out learn everything do whatever he wants just so we can show him how calm and everything and cool and relaxing everything really is and then immediately they're chewing shoes, phone cables, or they're making messes in the wrong place. And now we're trying to rein back in control. You're better off starting the other way around. From the day the puppy gets in, it's on leash. You're restricting movement and control and where it can go and what it can do.
0: When you say restricting movement...
1: I mean, yeah, I mean physical movement as opposed to bowel movement. Um, but yeah, if, he's, if the puppy's on leash with me the whole time, they just learn to be with me to be around me, to hang with me, and what things work when they're with me. I.e., again, puppy's just lying here calmly, it's rewarding. People are moving around, I still lie here, it's still rewarding. This, over time, becomes learned behavior. And over time, I can start saying, okay, I can now let the dog off the leash a little bit, because for the most part, she's just gonna be lying here anyway. And if I walk off to the kitchen, she might just follow me, or she might just chill out and stay where she is, because she's learned to do these things so I can give the dog more freedoms as they get older. In the same way you would do with a child that's learning to walk, you might sort of cajole where they go. You don't just let the child walk out the door into the street, right? I mean, there's a lot of parents that have kids on leashes, which I always find funny, but they're either strapped to a pram, strapped to you, or you're holding their hand, or they are on harnesses and leashes, which is kind of funny, but kind of cool, but for a reason. Most
0: children, when they're growing up in this what we call baby stage, mm-hmm. we'll have a nappy on.
1: Yes, you can get these for dogs, and they drive me absolutely bonkers.
0: Why, Russell?
1: Why, why, use laughing, it, or why, does it, <laughs> why does it drive me bonkers? <laughs> the um, the problem with nappies is it just teaches the dog you can go make a mess whenever you want, where, where wherever you want, whenever you want, make a mess. So take your dog to your friend's house, and you've forgotten the nappy. You know what's coming. Plus the fact it looks stupid. (laughs) Spend the time and train the dog. It doesn't take long, and dogs are generally clean animals. They don't like to make a mess where they sleep and where they live.
0: Well, let me jump on that because my, my, my final question is the length of time. Now, I know every dog's different and every person's different, but is there kind of, how long will Max have to train his new puppy before?
1: It can take days, it can take weeks. It does just depend on the individual dog, and Again, sorry to sound like a broken record. It can also depend on if you have got a dog from a breeder, potentially, what sort of setup have they had at the breeding facility. I've got puppies that I work with here that have learned to be, quote, dirty puppies in as much as they've not had any option but to make mess where they live and where they sleep. And they've learned that from day one, so that's the normal. So they will do a poo and then just lie next to it. They'll do a wee and lie in it because that's all they've ever known, because that's all they've been able to do. And dealing with that is really, really difficult. To summarize? So uh, yes, it's a fun process to go through. And look, there are going to be accidents. The, the important um, thing to add in here, dogs have got about one second to relate cause and effect. And we've all heard the expression, catch them in the act. And that is why. If you walk into the room, Max, and you see a poo on the floor, And your dog is asleep in the other room. It's too late. You cannot punish him for it. You cannot It's the old wives' tale, drag them over, rub their nose in it and all that sort of stuff. It doesn't work. All it teaches your dog is that you, me and Pooh in the same area is a bad deal. So next time you're outside with your dog on leash waiting for him to poop. He's like, no way. I'm not pooping because I know what happens when the three of us, you, me and Pooh are in the same vicinity. I'll wait until you've gone away. And then I'll go for a poop. Maybe behind the sofa where you won't see it. So... If the deed has been done, we clean up and we move on as if nothing's happened and we don't care. And make a note at the time and get ourselves back onto that schedule. And again, having the dog on leash keeps them within your proximity. You'll see when they get out see. That might mean they've got to go out. So get up, take them out. You will catch yourself sometimes thinking, I'm not sure. Oh, what a shame he's just peed. Or I'll give it five more minutes. I'll just finish my coffee. Oh, he's peed. That's our fault. Stick with the process. Every couple of hours or so, get them out. And the more you engage with them and work with your puppy and be around them, you'll, you'll get a read. It might be every four or five hours for my puppy. Great. Lucky you. So just stick to that routine. And also, if you, particularly if you have a small dog, everyone likes to carry small dogs. Don't. Have them on leash. Walk them from inside to outside so they learn. And I know this sounds weird. They learn how to walk out. If you're always carrying them, they never learn how to get from A to B. And what you'll start to see is at tinkle times, as we like to call it, they'll get up, they'll start walking towards the door, following you, or even go on their own, and you'll start to get a read, maybe this is pee time. So the dog is showing you by the fact that they're walking towards the door, they want to go out. They're learning that's the route I got to go. Tinkle time. Tinkle times. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, for us. <laughs> no worries, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye.
0: If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy.